Hello and welcome to episode 51 of I Am Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and a man of many hats, both literally and metaphorically. Yes. Mark, hello. Let's chat around the subjects of... Put your phone down. No. Is this better be for research? It's, it's, it's me being, rude. It's me being I'm, funny. I'm working here. No, I'm being funny. Carry You're on, not. I'm not funny. Carry funny. on with your bit. It's a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sports, and out-of-our-depth philosophy, as I'm calling it. We're all work in progress, and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's spoken at our perfectly imperfect lives, and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness then our work here is done. Make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing to us via your favourite podcasting app. And if you know someone who think would get something out of this pod, then please let them know. Spread the word for us. We'd be very grateful. And remember that you can get in touch with us on email at imfinecast at gmail.com. Coming up, warm up and stretch cuts, catch-ups and bookmarks, work-life ballet, little follow-up to the truth. We, we didn't do the whole truth. <laughs> nothing about the truth, did we? <laughs> There's a whole load of truth. Yeah. In Brave Food, we're going to pick up some... Is it, it's kind of on the truth tip, isn't it? In terms of myths... Yeah, we hadn't realised that till you said it. Then, yeah, but you're myths right. and yeah. myths around. Yeah. I've got kind of food, training, nutrition advice, influencers. There's a bit of all sorts in there, isn't there? Is that fair? Yeah, don't believe. The I've hype. got all the words in there, just not in the right order. <laughs> right, how are you? That's a bit of an odd start, but we're yeah. here. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Good. Trained today, which I enjoyed. Yeah, what'd you do? Chest and triceps. You said on a couple of podcasts ago, this podcast is a mask for your melancholy. Mm-hmm. So it's quite poetic, if anything else. Thank you. I've said to you, you before about PTing being an acting when we brought in little lovely Lorraine Kelly, didn't we, and saying how. Oh, so, oh, yeah. So when you say, well done, Damo, I'm lifting that, you're just acting. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pre written script. <laughs> well done, Damo. Yeah, I have to. I think I've See mentioned you this. Next no, time. I've, mentioned this on, I've mentioned this on a pod. I have like 12 phrases that I have to drop in in every hour. You're doing great. It's all you. Yeah. This is so much better than when you started with me. <laughs> <laughs> now you come to mention it yeah it's exactly yeah. what you do yeah no i think it is a mask to i i was surprised you were surprised at that well it just feels like it's so it's such a kind of public and open kind of forum in fact the mask didn't feel like the uh i don't think i've i've you're not veiling the fact that i'm hardly mr jumble hardly hard jumble the clown <laughs> yeah, but you're not really hiding behind anything here it's, it's literally coming out naked isn't it yeah I guess yeah. that's what I was thinking of. I listened to a podcast the other day and the two people at the beginning weren't in the best of moods and they shared that. Right. Like I do, but you go, don't bring it down. Yeah. <laughs> Cheer up. I think the point, this is the point I'm saying. You can speak about melancholy or sad or things that give you angst in your life, mm. but you can still do it in a sort of upbeat way. There was something I read the other day. Let me just say this. Oh, no, I've had a shit day today. <laughs> Party poppers. <laughs> um, no, I read something the other day. This was interesting. It was out. It was about a particular personality disorder, and this person was talking about it, and was saying, "I can be happy. I can enjoy people's company. I can be laughing and smiling. Yeah. But I can be absolutely overcome with melancholy and sadness oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the same time. Oh, yeah. There is no. They are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. And that's what I think the point I was trying to say is that, you know, we can have the banter and the laughs. Depression isn't a visible, it's not always a visible thing, i.e. you have to look sad or yes. be moping around yes. or you can, you can still be, I guess, you can seem upbeat and chipper and yeah. put, you know, putting on the mask or the, ve- you know, the veil or the hats, talking mm. of hats. Mm. But uh, underneath you can be an absolute wreck. Yeah. I sometimes just have some random dives into social media. I'm trying to be a lot more selective. I'm mm-hmm. trying to, like, we've had this discussion before. I'm not trying to dig out stuff that's going to yeah. 
make me feel a certain way or see images that aren't, you know, particularly either for this or for my own sort of just curiosity. There are certain things. And this was around the Caroline Flack. It's a year today, isn't it? Oh, to be it? kind, yeah. Okay. And so Twitter was full, as it was a year ago, of be kind and, you know, don't make fun of mental health. <laughs> yeah, it's and then the whole thing Twitter, gets, isn't it, to yeah, saying that? Yeah, and then the whole of Twitter then gets trolled. And someone had made the point about Meghan and Harry announcing their baby mm. and having a press release of this black and white photograph of yeah, them basically her, laying in an orchard. Yeah, she's lying on his knee or a little lap or yeah, something. Yeah, it's very sort of Romeo and Juliet-esque. And, and the, what the, the trolls were saying is you don't want any publicity, but you've given this to all the yeah. newspapers that yeah, you're yeah. also suing for invading your privacy. You can't have it both ways. Yeah, I mean, it's staged, wasn't it? It's not, yeah, it it's was not staged. like just, oh, they just caught them in the garden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But the point that other people are oh, saying is... They're very well orchestrated, aren't they? Yeah, but I think this was the things about being mutually exclusive. You, but all, you can still use the press that you... You you can. I guess there's also controlling the media as well. So it's in your it's on your timeline. Yeah. And you're giving them something so they're not spreading bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the... Yeah, you've got the it. control, haven't you? But yeah. I can see how it, people it think it's It doesn't hypocrisy. excuse them to go, right, that's carte blanche for us to, to go through their private yeah. life or yeah. voicemails or letters or... But Piers and then, Morgan... And then, and then the, the press do that classic thing, well, you want to use... It? And, you know, it's like, yeah. no, there, there is a line. Yeah, they don't want We're, you going through the bins. That's the, yeah. draw the line. But as, as we've kind of established, and we'll kind of come to this in a minute, but the line of where, <laughs> you know, truth, morals and ethics... Yeah very murky world isn't yeah. it and i think piers morgan who seems to have quite a grudge against megan or the couple as a whole was saying well basically criticizing them for this and i think what happened is that it's the whole easy though. they're easy targets yeah, aren't they yeah but the whole be kind thing was like it's suddenly you can't even just say let's just be kind without everyone then going down all these roads of not being kind yeah it's almost yeah. like it was right at the beginning i don't know i think this was about the second or third podcast made that idea if everybody in the uk said two nice things to you know in that's the day. our first podcast yeah isn't it? first or second definitely yeah. yeah and there's 130 million nice but even this thing about be kind and you know a young woman has died because of mental pressure taking her own life and yet somehow everybody still has to have some angle on it yeah yeah you know, there were very few tweets that, that that went you know god bless her she was a beautiful woman she was kind she was mm. this and this and this and because of the way her life was turned upside down and the lies that were told about her mm. she took her own life and we should be looking at that instead of trying to win yeah points of validity and like yeah, yeah, some yeah, of yeah. some of the tweets one tweet was i will always remember her especially because she died on my birthday yeah right. and it's like no that's that's, yeah (laughs) happy birthday hun you know it's it's where was i going with this so yeah i think the kindness thing was was coming across that yeah even a year on people find it really hard just to stick to being kind yes you know yeah they do yeah i think we got away with the last episode we had um an incident didn't we halfway through yeah we had a shutdown we had a system shutdown your sound effects were so good that that was kind of a bit of a celebration that everything was all right, really, yeah. because I was just terrified. Everything I had to listen, I had to dig the files out, and when I listened to the back, I thought we got away with this. I thought that that that, that IT failure or IT crash was as similar to you as like headphones and socks were to me. It's like a near death experience, isn't it? You were fraught. Yeah. You were like I've had it before in work where we've been working on a big, you know, like either packaging project or, or brochure, you know, yeah. a hundred and fifty page brochure or annual report or something. 
and, and then goes. you just you just have that panic where you think have i just saved i've lost it it's it's just quit on me yeah i can't remember the last time i saved it or or worse it just disappears you can't find yeah. it it's um it's horrible or you delete the wrong thing off the server or mm. it's the feeling is horrid horrid mm. um but you rescued it well it's good yeah it's weird because it's, it's because it's a different media you kind of i get to that point where we actually had a good episode and i was literally thinking we, we can't we can't recreate that there's no way on earth we could do that again we'd literally have to just write another app yes I mean, there was um, no way i was <laughs> don't write it, but you, you know couldn't I mean. have second well all the spontaneous spontaneity would have gone yeah wouldn't it? yeah we so, couldn't have done the same no. thing ha 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 that's hilarious <laughs> i haven't heard that one before yeah. what's the singular of confetti i know it's confetti. Um, oh give me a minute <laughs> yeah yeah, we couldn't have talked about having an ice cream on your shoulder. I was thinking about having gremlins in the machine, right? Yeah. And this is this will touch on this will kind of make sense in a minute. But I thought, where's that? I just thought of it. Oh, we had a gremlins. I was made a note mm, to, mm. to talk about it. I thought, and I wrote gremlins in the machine. I thought, where's that come from? Because I just thought maybe it's from the film Gremlins. But I thought gremlins probably no. older than that because that's yeah. like the eighties. Yeah. Right? Um, so a gremlin is a folkloric mischievous creature that causes malfunctions in aircraft or other machinery. Okay. Which I didn't actually know. It's always in the machine. It isn't gremlins in the... Yeah, it's in the machine, isn't it? In the daffodils. No, it's always in... Yeah, it's in machinery. Mm. So depictions of these creatures vary. Often they are described or depicted as animals with spiky backs, large strange eyes and small clawed frames that feature sharp teeth. Um, Since World War II, different fantastical creatures have been referred to as gremlins bearing varying degrees of resemblance to the originals. The term gremlin, denoting a mischievous creature that sabotages aircraft, originates in Royal Air Force slang in the 1920s among the British pilots stationed in Malta, Middle East and India, with the earliest recorded printed use being in a poem published in the journal Aeroplane in Malta on the 10th of April 1929. And it, I, I didn't know it had such. Um, there's posters. Mm-hmm. Um, World War Two, which I'll we'll put this up on the on the socials. World War Two gremlin themed industrial safety poster, um, which kind of says gremlins think it's fun to hurt you. <laughs> Use care always. Mm. So it's basically, you know, just be careful in in the in the work. I suppose they've you know, gone in the out of fashion a bit, there. though, haven't they? In terms of other, I mean, leprechauns have stayed in. <laughs> They're the same sort of family, would you think? Uh, They're mischievous be. and. But this is this is the link I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Gremlins were popularised by Roald Dahl. He's credited with getting the gremlins known outside of the Air Force. Yeah. But of course, he was in the Air Force. He would have been familiar with the myth, having carried out his military service in 80 Squadron of the Royal Air Force in the Middle East. Dahl had his own experience in an accidental crash landing in the Western Desert. So in 1940, January 1942, he was transferred to Washington, D.C. as assistant air attaché to the British Embassy. It was there that he wrote his first children's novel, The Gremlins. Mm. in which gremlins were tiny men who lived on RAF fighters. In the same novel, Dahl called the wives of gremlins Fifinellas, their male children widgets, and their female children flibbity-gibbets. Now, I've heard of the word flibbity-gibbets, but didn't know where it came from. Dahl showed the first manuscript to Sidney Bernstein, head of British Information Service, who came up with the idea to send it to Walt Disney. And you can kind of see how it... But I didn't realise it came from him. Talking of Walt Disney, you see, there's a few things I need to pick up there, so I'm going to go... This is going to be the quick fire round. You know when you get the question right in University Challenge and then you get no. three others? <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm thick. So, okay, so ones you've mentioned. Daffodil bulbs, poisonous. People die from eating daffodil Who bulbs. Who the hell eats daffodil bulbs? Right, I thought you'd say that. I got a text not so long ago. From someone marked, I've just said a daffodil bulb, help. Please yes, send help. Because the supermarkets have said that daffodil bulbs have got to be kept away from the vegetable section. Hold on a minute. 
in case where, where people we... buy them and think they're edible and then get people ill. People don't, do they? Yeah. Why should we worry about these people, honestly? Well, a friend of mine ended up in hospital after eating some. If I just show you. This was something I was going to bring up look in another episode. What do they look like? Look like onions. Yes. <laughs> you know them. <laughs> I would have eaten that. They yeah. look like shallots. Yeah. So a friend of mine ended up in hospital after eating some. He's not usually in the kitchen. Thought they were onions. Put them in the stew. Is this a real story? A friend yeah. of yours? I'm basically yeah. laughing at one of your no, idiot no, no, friends. No, he'll be out in the spring. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. Oh, you got me a kick. I reeled you in, didn't I? Yeah. Reeled you in. Big time. Um, so anyway, no, but they are poisonous. So health warning to everyone out there. Right. Just don't. Just say no, kids. Stiff to sniffing glue. So... That's number one. Number two. Oh, I think I've forgotten everything I was going to oh, say. Oh, come on. You can't do this again. What was the end you bit to you write just shit said? Down. Yeah, I know. What's the matter with you? Well, just do your last little bit after Gremlins. Talking Gremlins. Oh, Walt yeah, Disney. Walt Disney. So, when I worked in the prison, I used to do some work in Shepton Mallet Prison, and it was for lifers. Right. So everybody in Shepton Mallet Prison was serving a life sentence except one guy, and I never worked out why this one guy wasn't. Right. I mean, I think there must be like a lot of jealousy, wasn't it? Like, when you're getting out, never. <laughs> he must have just gone swanning from cell to cell, yeah. looking very, you know. Um, so, Chapter Mallet was is built in um, a sort of square. So, it's there's a there's a there's a courtyard in the middle, and then the cells are on either side. Hmm. So you couldn't act for a lot of the cells. You couldn't see any living thing other than other prisoners. Okay. So we brought so plants into it because it's a really strange... Okay. If you actually just think about it, you look out your window, all you can see is a building and a courtyard. You mm. can't... Cloud was about the only... I mean, they're not alive, I accept that, but the only sort of natural thing you could see. Yeah. But there was a guy in Shepton Mallet Prison called Walt Disney who was in charge of the museum. They had a museum. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Was that in his real prison. name? Or is that yes, his, was that his real nickname? Nickname? The Nick. No? Does that not work? No. No, he's in the Nick, he's in the Nick isn't he? Oh, yeah. Isn't he? Oh, come on. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, no, that, that's yeah, funny. too late. Yeah, you could visit. Oh, it, but it was, that, it was his real name. No, it couldn't have been his yes. real name. He well, was called Walt Disney. Just put in Walt Disney Shepton Mallet Prison. Trust, no. Well, be, wouldn't be a trustee, would it? I could be making this up. I don't think I am making this up. Oh, God, I think it's come up. I think he looks quite Walt Disney-esque as well, if I remember. Uh, I'll just Google There's too many things coming up about Walt Disney Shepton Mallet. I haven't okay. got time to go in that, so I'm going to go over as a bookmark. Okay, we'll come back. It looks to suspiciously it. like there's a, it's a thing. If Google's <laughs> flowing over with them, there, there is, could be a my, great my computer's thing. brimming with. So anyway, Walt Disney showed me around the museum and some other dignitaries. Right, and it was basically just all the different ways they used to torture prisoners. So it was just like racks and because Shepton Mallet's a very very old prison. And then when we went on the tour of the prison, we came to this wall, hmm. and it was like a pitted wall. And um, he said this is, the, the prison was used by American servicemen in the war. Yeah. And basically, if they were accused of doing something like, um, you know, a bad crime, like murder or rape or something within the local populace, right. they put them up this wall and shot them, well, like a sort of summary court-martial. The this, Americans This thing was in the prison? The soldiers. Yeah, this was in the so prison. So they brought them in there just to shoot them? Yeah. And there's, it just felt, it just felt, you'd entered this surreal position where you're in a, a medieval prison watching a war where American soldiers were shot while Walt Disney, Walt Disney, Walt Disney sort of like, put a sort of like Did he have like an umbrella, just even like put an umbrella up and walk off, right next, off we go, everyone follow me, follow me, come on. <laughs> I thought you meant like bed knobs and broomsticks. <laughs> no, I just meant there's like a tour guide. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you couldn't get lost, That is surreal. Mm. That is surreal. So it just came into my mind, that. 
Yeah. I've got. I don't want to. Get, do you want a serious one or do you want a playful one next? Whatever's whatever's well, next. Well, you've just been talking about torturing people, so let's uh, mm. let's go with that. I don't have okay. to edit your torture stories out. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to tell my other one, was I? No, you, we've recorded it. Yeah, but you haven't played it yet. No, no. That's one for the archives, and it's staying there. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm have to destroy it in case anyone finds it. Parental advisory. So here's a question for you, Mark. It's quite mm. serious. No, genuinely, okay. why why do we advertise racists and homophobes? Why do we advertise them? Why do we them? advertise them? Example, right? So whenever footballers get racial abuse on on social media... We repeat it. We have to repeat it. Mm. What do you do for knobhead bullies? You ignore them. Mm. All they want is... Attention. It, it drives me crackers. You know, Marcus Rashford will deal with the racist, racist thing he gets. He deals with it in his own way. Mm. But everyone then has to make the news. Yeah. Then everyone match of the day talks about it. And it's like, why give them the time of day? Yeah, it's a good point. It, it, I'm not saying brush it all under the carpet. And the same for, for homophobia. It's just like, all, you know, even, you know, sportsmen and women have come out and it's just like... And it becomes just, copycat though, doesn't it? Once it's happening, there's, then, yeah. then then there's a, a preponderance of it and then it'll go away. Yeah, but it's, I just, it's, the, it's the pack mentality, isn't it? If someone does it, someone else goes, well, that's yeah. funny, I'll do it. Then when they're constantly talking about it, you know, we have to do something about it, we have to do something about it. It's like, well, they're all the racists and homophobes are sitting there going, this is brilliant. Yeah. They're talking about us. So the only reason I'm looking, I'm not being rude with my phone today, but I'm, I was quite hot on screenshots today. And I just... It's, it's just backing up my argument. It's backing up your argument. If you don't like something, just take away its only power, your attention. Yes. Brilliantly done. Thank you. DJ Fat Tony. God oh, yeah. bless him. He's quite a sage, isn't it? What do you mean, God bless him? Is he dead? No. Oh, right. <laughs> Just when you he say... lost all his teeth, though, but that's not dying, is it? Oh, is that drug abuse? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, normally when people say God bless him, they're normally dead or God bless him. I think God bless him is like someone who's come up with a bit of wisdom. I'd ask oh, God I bless that. I think they're dead. Oh, well. Okay. Um, yogurt on gardens. <laughs> yeah. This is your homework. Have yeah, you done it? I have, yeah. Do you want me to see what Just I've li- found? Yep. <laughs> I not. I didn't do it. I did have a friend. You've got to bring in. A, I this don't, is true. I don't, this I don't is mean to tell uh, someone of, of your age and stature. The importance of, of doing just homework. being organised. Mm. But I think you need to get your little spotty blue and white this, notebook back. I have found it actually. I think you need to just have it as your pod pod, pod pad pod pal. <laughs> pod pal, yeah. Go everywhere with it. That's my one. That one. It's all pod there. Look at that. So this is a true story, and this is going to go. Every, is this, this going to have to edit this one out? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I had a friend, well, an acquaintance you, you, you in Sheffield. You... No, no, no. It's a yogurt story. <laughs> a friend. Of course it is. Who had thrush was told to treat it with yogurt and treated it with strawberry yogurt. Was, right. Well, they didn't specify, did no, they? No. Plain yogurt, I would have thought would. I guess, yeah. Right? Did, did the strawberry yogurt not work? I've no idea. I guess it did. So it was just the point, the... but you found it funny. I just think it's funny. Well, that so we it off afterwards. <sighs> what? <laughs> what? Who would? Someone who likes strawberry yogurt. Go on mm. then, back to the gardens. Do you want to do? I haven't bit? done it. I haven't done oh. my homework. You pretend, literally before you pretended you had. Yeah, I do this on my course. Oh. I sometimes hold up a piece of paper on Zoom. It's empty, but I do pretend they, to read they... from it. You <laughs> 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 are such a bad man. I'll tell you what, the mind, okay, this week, you'll enjoy this one. This sums me up. Did okay. they give you the same look I just gave you? That kind of, 
it's not big and it's not clever. <laughs> yeah. So this week, at the beginning, we normally do a sort of icebreaker. And remember a few weeks ago, I was saying I tried to make it competitive so I could be best at the icebreaker or whatever. <laughs> remember we did that numbers one? Yeah, I think you've mentioned it. Yeah. So this week, it was uh, we were told to get a piece of paper and a pen. That's you screwed, isn't it? Yeah. And the the woman doing it says, everyone got one? I'm going, yeah. It's like, I hadn't. (laughs) But it's like, it's fine. She doesn't really mean I have to have one. But she did. And so you had to think of a song, first song that came into your head or a song that had relevance or whatever, and then write down the lyrics. Oh, God. I know your songs. The first thing you thought of (laughs) was, wasn't it? It was some kind of grime track. No, it wasn't. Right. It wasn't. I sat there. And I remembered one line from the song, and I struggled to remember very many more. And there aren't very many lyrics in this song. Right. So I surreptitiously got my phone, and while I pretended to write, I copied the lyrics down from Did you make your Google. hand look like you were writing as well, just in case? Yeah. Would... yeah, I was keeping eye contact with it, and occasionally I'd put my phone, my, like, tumor pen, as if, like... Looking studious. Yeah, because I thought, if she asks for the lyrics and I haven't got them... Then I won't win the, you know, the middle of the parcel. You won't parcel. win the prize that doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the first person came up and said, um, she said, how did you find that? And she said, oh, I chose the song and it came very quickly to me, the song. So that was cool. And she said, I did struggle on some of the lines, but she said, it's a mindfulness exercise. And I thought, it's not important that I can't remember that line. I'll, I'll move on to the next line. Uh-huh. And I'll, you know, thoughts aren't facts and I'll just let that pass. And, mm-hmm. and the... The, 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 the woman around the course goes, that's a great answer and well done, said Mark. And I said, very similar. Instantly <laughs> came to a song. Um, I said, the only thing was that I was I was determined to get all the lyrics down. So I said, I wasn't quite as, you know, mindful as Yara. And uh, she said, oh, well done. But, you know, at least you've acknowledged that. And I'm thinking, I just cheated. I just like literally got my phone You're out. You're cheating yourself, you know that, don't you? And then about the fourth or fifth person said, I was really tempted to use Google. And the person doing it is going, oh, my God, you didn't, did you? And she went, no, 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 I didn't. And she went, oh, thank God for that. And I'm there going, why did I use Google? But I did make the point when there was a bit of chat. I still thought we were going to be sort of ranked on the, you know, what song have you chosen? and How good is it? And does that sound cool enough? Because I thought we might be asked, but they're not going to ask you on the course to sing it or anything, are they? No, but you wouldn't. We all know you wouldn't join in. No, I wouldn't. That just went off on a tangent. I don't know what I was talking about. That's all right. Yogurt. Yeah. You can use yogurt as a natural organic fertilizer in your garden. No, this this isn't what I... Do you see the inflection in my voice? I hadn't finished. I'll keep you on that last, honestly. That was a bit dictatorial, wasn't it? It's funny, though. It provides nitrogen and phosphorus to the soil without leaving any harmful artificial compound. You can mix it with water. This is all top tips. Mix okay. it with water, 50-50 ratio, and pour it around roots of the plants once or twice in a month. Not what you were thinking about. But it kill all the thrushes in your garden. <laughs> Back to thrush again, are we? <laughs> to age a terracotta plant container. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> your face. <laughs> or you. <laughs> this is up there with verdigris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All you need is some plain yoghurt, a dry foam paintbrush. I'm not just going to tell you about this. Is I'm going to give you actually tips as how to do okay. it. Uh, a dry foam paintbrush and a terracotta pot. Concrete and uh, hypertufa containers. Don't know. They sound posh. Can also be aged in this way. But remember that aging with yogurt works only with porous materials. Mm-hmm. Put it on and then it over yeah. time it just attracts. Lichen was moss. the word I forgot. Yeah. Or lichen. I'm liking that. <laughs> Thought for the... No, fact of the day. 
Another I'll, one. I'll, oh, I'll, I've had too many. Oh, well, known feature. Drove through a hamlet the other day, consisting of eight cottages. This was in Wiltshire. Yeah. And I'm going to give you a description of its name, and you've got to see if you can guess the name of the hamlet. Okay? Okay. The name is said to derive from rhyming slang yeah. for a quick drink. One of its cottages, historically being known to serve beer, to passing cattle drovers. So, rhyming slang for quick drink. So, it rhymes with quick drink? No, it rhymes with orange. Shitty face. It's a no. new segment. Is that an orange joke? Ah, it obviously didn't appeal. What's <laughs> that with you tonight? <laughs> pun factor, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm not allowed to have, have jokes. No. <laughs> well, what, saying um, Hamlet's a cigar. So, a quick drink. Rhyming slang for a quick drink. Uh-huh. I'll give you a clue. It's rhyming slang with a quick drink, and it's also a um, very simplistic game that you would have played in your childhood with small pieces of plastic. No, I can't think. <sighs> when you get little discs of plastic and you have to try and make them go into a pot. Tiddlywinks. Yeah, the hamlet is called Tiddlywink. Is it? Yeah, it's only about 15 miles outside of Bristol. Okay. How did we not know that? Uh... And how cute's that? What's your address? Oh, I live in Tiddlywink. That's... That wouldn't be your address, would it? Would you say one of the eight houses in, in Tiddlywink? Hmm? John Tiddlywink. Is that all you need? Because it's so eight, small. They don't know who John is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tiddlywink UK. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. Maybe keep that one. Yeah. It's a keeper. <laughs> Check um, that in with my torture story when times are hard. <laughs> I just have like a light, big, light bu- in the mood. big bucket of kind of, you know, stuff we haven't used down here for emergencies. <laughs> <laughs> what we got, torture stories, <laughs> we got tiddlywinks. <laughs> so we took on a big question in the last one, didn't we? Mm. And I don't think we necessarily answered it. We asked the question, does truth really exist? And we we talked, we, talk, we, we, we had some good points. I liked it. I thought I really enjoyed the last episode. Mm. I don't. Um, I don't think we kind of we did have a, a system shut down halfway through, which threw us a yeah. bit through me. But I don't think we quite answered it necessarily. But listening back, it was kind of it was bit, valid. Bit, yeah, I kind of it was good. I listened to the quote, the Nietzsche quote that you mm-hmm. did. Like most time, when, most things when we're kind of in here, we you kind of you have to respond to things, don't you? Don't yeah. always take it in. No. So it was nice listening back to it, and I enjoyed that quote. Good. And I kind of I understood it, <laughs> <laughs> which is good. It can be. Anything and nothing, truth. Nothing is kind of real. Yeah, well, because that's how we kind of kicked it off in terms of, you know, law, you know, why should you, you know, if nothing's real, why abide by laws? Or But what a lot of the digging that I did when I went away from the sort of traditional philosoph- philosophical route and looked at some more sort of modernist things, there was um, a website called futurism.com. And I think I sent just a headline through to you that basically said there's a 50-50 chance that we're living in an illusion. Yeah, and I've subsequently yeah, looked. That, yeah, I've subsequently looked at other reports, and when I read it, it was just too much for me. I did, yeah. I just thought I can't unless I just read out the whole thing that I read. It, it it just wouldn't serve any purpose. There's no point. We said this right at the beginning of the pod. There's no point us just regurgitating other people's views unless we've either got a view ourselves or, you know, it can add to people's understanding. Mm. But this was basically saying. It's a little bit like my hologram theory. I have told you my hologram theory. No. Okay. So I know sometimes I might say things to be contentious. I accept that. But there tends to be a degree of truth in them. And lots of other people believe this as well. So 
I said to you a while ago, we think we're the only life form mm. because we haven't found something else. Yeah. I think that goes a little bit from the discussion we had in the last pod. It's almost that, that we have that sort of belligerent sort of arrogance, um, selfish arrogance. Yeah, 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 yeah. That it's like, unless something comes and demonstrates that they exist, it's like, yeah, yeah we're the only form. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the thing, the point I was saying to you is that I feel that other life forms exist even around us, that in mm. in the air could yeah. be form. Yeah. But we're not either clever or enough. Energies or... Yes. Yeah. So Gases. Is, is, lightning, oh. is lightning a living thing? But yeah. we're only able to... Our truth is that it's electrical, mm. blah, 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 that comes We've from the sky. We've talked about, you know, the, 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 the minutiae as well, haven't we? Yes. Viruses and yeah. cells and... Yeah. There's a whole lot of stuff going on in there, isn't there? Yeah. Whole worlds of things. Yeah. And there's things like clouds. You can, you know, our intellect sees clouds as, you know, a collection of water vapour. Perhaps they are living. Yeah. So one of my sort of more naive things was was that if, and this is this came on to this some of these things about um, are we living in an illusion, was that if we were basically the playthings of another life form that was yeah. so far ahead of us. It's taking your we're being played a little bit yes, further, it is isn't taking it? <laughs> it further. But what they did, they did the experiment that, that if every human being, they basically said, right, your brain goes through X number of thoughts mm. per second. Mm. So for during your lifetime, you'll go through, you know, trillions and trillions and trillions. Mm. And then there's 8 billion people on the world. So they basically yes. said the computer that's yes. needed to create that simulation yeah. would have to be powered by a planet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah but yeah. then we're still even when they were when I was reading this I was going like it might not be a computer though we're still putting our own well, that we, we human can only, yeah, thing on we, we can, can only, only yes. fathom that out if it's a, a but like, there is an arrogance about the kind of the size of our brains about yeah. kind of how you know we only use that much of it but look how clever we are already yeah well yes and no we're also, we're very clever at building things also massively you know stupid at yeah. destroying things at the same yeah. time or probably at yeah. a greater rate we should maybe kind of sitting around patting each other on the back Mm. quite yet mm. do you know what I mean yeah we've still got a lot of problems yeah well when you talk about like alien life it's always in our own image they've got yeah. two eyes they've got a nose they're yeah just, they're, they're just arms, slightly they're different just... <laughs> from us aren't they yeah yeah not quite as good looking as us yeah they? it's almost back to the uncanny valley thing we we can't possibly imagine anything outside of you know our own our own image yeah um or something that our eyes can't see as if our eyes mm. if it doesn't and exist unless we can of, see it yeah us being created in god's image yeah. Or we're like this, so God's image must have been us. That's kind of a bit of a reverse kind of engineering of by saying we've been created in God's image. That's mm-hmm. assuming God looked like us to make us. Yes, yeah. It's quite that's quite an arrogant thing to say as well. Yeah, he could be a, an invisible force we couldn't even possibly fathom. Yes. And to achieve what he did in seven days, he probably wasn't just. Yeah, he probably yeah he probably needed more than two hands and yeah and a couple of eyes, right? Yeah. It'd need a workshop. I mean, that's... <laughs> or some gremlins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I think it'd be nice to kind of go into that illusion because I, I remember you talking about it, um, just having a quick squiz. It's, I think there's, there's Buddhist stuff as well. Yes. And then Nietzsche's got some stuff on illusion. Yeah. So it might be quite nice to follow that up yeah sorry I, in our in our deeply philosophical way yeah this isn't deeply this is just sorry a couple I, of I, muppets do I, philosophy yeah those two i was just thinking of those two old guys on the muppets oh, who used to Waldorf and Stadler. Yeah. <laughs> i'll tell you about creationism it was, awesome. it was pretty good <laughs> <laughs> no the bit my bit about the hologram was basically that that we were part of a, a giant sims yeah yeah and that, that all the interactions were controlled 
outside. You do start to think, though, don't you? you it does know. feel like a big video game. Because this is probably hilarious to someone, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and what, someone's just, just won a load of tokens and they've gone, let's, say, <laughs> let's have a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you're building something, yeah. one, of your, one of the oh, other... I'm a bit bored of this game. Let's switch yeah. it up. Yeah. Mm. And, and things, and I know this is bollocks. I know. I don't want... I'd love someone to write in and say it's bollocks, but... <laughs> Are you but, worried that people are going off and believing you and telling other people that they well, I listen to this podcast <laughs> no, and Mark said... <laughs> just take it, just bear with me for 60 seconds then. Okay, so if we are controlled mm. by a greater force mm. who are doing it either for fun yeah. or because they create something out of it, maybe the power of, of working mm. people creates well, like an farming, energy like that we're aphids. being farmed. Exactly. Ooh, we're exactly. creating milk for something. But if you think about it, so if they're there with their controllers, and I keep thinking of the ones in The you Simpsons. You just with your hands then. Who could like no, no, I was thinking the, the ones like, in The Simpsons. Like I don't know what, what you called? do with your hands. They're your like fiddly fingers. Giant. No, they've just got fingers Stop in it. the... Stop doing they're it. They're like giant octopi pusses. Pussies? Octopus? I'm Normally just... so good on singers and plurals. Anyway, All you know the two I mean in The Simpsons? The, I'm the not aliens. a Simpsons fan. Okay. I don't know. Anyways, I'll get to the point. Please. So, oh yeah, if we're so, being controlled with so if we're being controlled and somebody has gone, oh, I've won four tokens. Let's have a pandemic, and somebody else has gone, oh shit, I was going to do terrorism, and they go, oh, yeah. you can't play that card because it's pandemic. Yeah, I don't mean this flippantly. What has happened to the terrorism? Mm, good point. No, and I don't mean it. And I know it's people are going to go, oh, you shouldn't be joking. I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm not joking about terror. No, I'm not joking about it. No, I, I haven't seen one. No, no, it's item. a good point. It's a good point. I haven't seen. Yeah, we had a rash of them in this country of. Um, I think all the crime suicide. has stopped as well. Sorry? I think all the crime has stopped. I think it's not been reported. I think there's a lot of crime going on. But terrorism, and also like natural disasters. I'm sure well, there maybe are. Maybe there's lots of terrorism. They're not even. I've just been watching all that stuff in um, going on in Mandalay. Yeah. What a shit show that is. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the only place it's happening in the world. I mean, I suppose we just we just won a democratic election. Nope, don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. That's literally what's happening. But everything's happening in China, and we're still going. That's terrible. What's happening in China, anyway? So maybe it is all on. happening. And terrorism doesn't have to be bombs, does it? It doesn't have to be no, blowing but, up a square, no, or a nightclub, no. People have been terrorised literally right this second. Yeah, that's why I was saying I wasn't being flippant. No, what no. I was saying was that the newsworthy mean. ones that we had in this country of people on Westminster but back Bridge. But that's what they're pro- what they're you know they're deciding is newsworthy. But there is websites that log international terrorism, and I've looked, it's and all they're, a bit quiet. They're, they're really, really quiet. We looked at Nietzsche. Yeah. That was good. We also had on standby, we didn't get to it because our kind of brains were a bit melted, which Joe kind of pointed me in the direction of Jiddu um, Krishnamurti mm-hmm. and something that's called uh, Truth is a Pathless Land. I struggled with this quote and then you did the Nietzsche one. I've listened back to it. And mm-hmm. I, think we, I think we can take this quote. Okay. So truth has no path and that is the beauty of truth. It is living. A dead thing has a path to it because it is static. But when you see that truth is something living, moving, which has no resting place, which is in no temple, mosque or church, which no religion, no teacher, no philosopher, nobody can lead you to, then you will also see that the living thing is what you actually are. Hmm. That made no sense to me last week. It's growing on you. Yeah, yeah. like the yogurt on the terracotta <laughs> <laughs> pots. Truth comes from us. Hmm. It is a living thing. It's a living, breathing, transient thing. It's it's the quant which 
Joe was also in that. You heard you kind of mentioned the quantum, and I yeah. kind of went, "We can't talk about that now. My head's going to explode." It's funny when I heard that. I thought that was her being how I would be like, "Oh, we haven't got time for this." But she was serious, wasn't yeah, she? No, she actually yeah. was. Yeah, and it might be another another thing. But this, you're getting into that mm. when you were talking about the flat Earth mm. believers. What made me think now is that it's changed my view that that truth is almost a sort of concrete concept. I think when when we started talking about it, like we'll explain it's multifaceted, but mm. truth is truth, and it, it's sort of truth is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, it's very much like beauty. Yeah, beauty changes through centuries in terms yeah. of you know perfect forms of mm. how people perceive people's bodies, for example, yeah. about what's perceived as attractive or yeah. fashionable. And I think it's the same with truth. Is that I think we started off going, there are certain things that are true, you know, taking that as as, as the most ridiculously simplistic statement. And I think I've come to the conclusion that almost nothing is true because stuff is so transient in terms of people or what we learn or our beliefs or our attitudes, that truth is like a constant Mm. flow. Yeah, but so it it exists, but it's it's hugely abstract. Yeah, it isn't concrete. It isn't a pillar. There aren't pillars of truth. No, 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 no. And even kind of think about Trump, I mean, kind of making a mockery of what's fake and what isn't. Yeah. But in a way, he's got a point, you know, that kind of flippant, oh, it's fake news. Yeah. That's as valid as anything when you think about it. Yeah. It's not his truth. Well, the, the, you, know, I mean, you, you can't take his, you might, you might think his truth is absolute cloud cuckoo land, but it's still his truth, mm. isn't it? What he believes is his truth, like you believe your truth and I yeah. believe my truth. Yeah. That can't be taken away from you. No. I think that's probably what that was kind of, you know, that quote was talking about, is that you, as long as you're alive, you know, your truth will exist in you. Yeah. And that there is no direct path or route to a fact or to a conclusion. And until we're dead, there'll be no end. I think what we found today, <laughs> over the last 10 or 12 minutes, is that we're a lot better. Our punditry is a lot better um, <laughs> based on... Talking... Is, this a tr- is this a true statement? No, no yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's open it's your to your truth, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> I just I think all we've done is 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 put a big. I've hype. kind of opened it up again and I got too bit scared and now I'm closing it back up. Yes. I felt I felt confident to open it up again. Yes. I've opened it up and I feel terrified. Yeah, and w- it goes back probably to, how to the Orwellian thing that our language isn't even sufficient to explain, <laughs> is it? It's like <laughs> no, we're not, stumbling about not, trying to not humanity, just our language. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there this... are people who can who can take this on. This came from Futurism, the one I alluded to earlier, and they're talking about the illusion of what is true mm. in terms of our world. And so I'm just, I just thought if I'd read this out, it, okay, I don't okay. think it's going to actually help at all. I think it'll just <laughs> mind fuck you. But anyway, the basic idea is that the physical universe exists because we perceive it. Mm. It's a sort of mass hallucination we use to make sense of the mathematical relationships of objects. It's sort of lost me now. Well, well, it's kind of, we did talk about the kind of mathematics. I put the link to, to yes. the last one about the video. That's that. It's, yeah. it's basically talking about have we, have we, did, did they exist or have we created them to fit a, a belief system? Yeah. So it says, make no mistake, this is a pretty far out idea, but according to Kastrup, it's gaining ground. To some physicists, this indicates that what we call matter with its solidity and concreteness is an illusion. Mm. That only the mathematical apparatus they devise in their theories is truly real not the perceived world the apparatus was created to describe in the first place. That That is essentially the Hadron Collider. Oh, is it? I don't know, my, in my opinion. Okay. Out of my depth, big time here. Mm-hmm. The Higgs boson particle. Right. Complete theory. Yeah. Built that dirty, great 
Hadron Collider in Switzerland, Switzerland yeah. that cost, you know, more money than, you know, actually... Probably Your car. With <laughs> less money than the uh, track and trace system. Yeah. And lo and behold, that you know, with enough looking for it, they found it. Okay. So as soon as you read that... That's what came to your that's mind. That's literally what came to mind. It's, it's that if you look for something hard enough, you'll find it. And it's a little bit like neural So it's a physical representation of a concept, is that? Yeah, and but there is that idea, and I'm, again, I will have to kind of look this up, but that idea that like the mathematics have they found something that goes that makes sense of my my abstract idea now it's not abstract because i've got something physical to mm -hmm. whether that's maths or whether that's some science or i found i found a substance yeah is it called god's particle isn't it i think that's what it's called it? yeah yeah they thought it might exist and they went and found it mm. that could have been the biggest waste of money but it wasn't mm. so you start to think if you look hard enough you will you find something i need to do some reading yeah um and some editing yeah. <laughs> As always. So this came about from a discussion, a sort of ongoing discussion I've been having with you over the last few days around some social media feeds. Mm. And without going into detail about it, it reminded me of something that, that I've spoken about before around my approach to being a personal trainer. But I think it's also probably relevant to a lot of people's approach to their own jobs. So, for example, if you go to a doctor who specialises in nutrition mm. and you present as somebody who's morbidly obese, it's likely that the approach taken by that doctor will be different from someone who has no interest in nutrition or no training but has an interest or something in another field of medicine or works more on mental health or whatever. Okay, what, yeah. what I'm saying is a lot of people's advice is going to be based on either evidence that they've had from other people or their own beliefs. So going back to the old vitamin D, no doctor ever in the history of my life has said to me, where do you get your vitamin D from? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think if I went to a doctor that had a specialism or had been doing some reading or was part of some of the groups or had been part of the trials, he might go, oh, I've noticed that. Or, for example, if you're a doctor that has works in a very poor area where you see a lot of children with rickets that is from a vitamin D deficiency, I imagine you are likely to have a much higher awareness. Mm. So the point I was saying to you was that one or two people on social media recently I feel have been blowing out candles. Mm. Um, Other people, yeah. Yeah, in the hope that theirs will glow a bit brighter. So, so in other words, this is my belief. So if I blow out the candles of people that don't believe with me, I'm the only candle left burning. It's a nice theme. So it's another angle of truth, isn't it? Yes. If I discredit someone else. Yes, it, it makes, makes me truer. Makes my... <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it does to a degree because yeah, it makes my truth burn brighter. Yes, mm. and if you if you categorically say these people are, you know, I was going to use the word soothsayers. It isn't soothsayers. That's more of a positive. But if these people are ne'er do wells, spreading, you know, lies, ne'er do wells. Here you are again. <laughs> you know ne'er do wells. No, I don't. I know soothsayers because I've read Shakespeare. <laughs> but no, narwhals. What? <laughs> have a quick look up because i might i always think i'm you wrong you always get I this it. absolutely but I, I, I will put the farm on this I think, it, I think it's got an apostrophe in was it, it i think it means never do well just people that just do oh, bad right, things just, right never do well just taking the v out a derogatory term for good for nothing person or a rogue a vagrant or a vagabond who that means of support vagrant. a ne'er do well yeah vagrant like the vagus nerve <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so yeah. anyway, so the point I'm making is, and we've discussed this before, I think certain people or certain groups or certain industries or super, certain factories will go, you should buy ours or you should listen to me, not only because I'm telling the truth and I'm telling you right, but also look at these other idiots here. So, so by denigrating somebody else, it does make your candle burn brighter. Yeah. So in terms of myths, what I was thinking was, and I think this could be an ongoing, because you were saying in a text to me about life hacks and maybe, mm-hmm. you know, continuing our takeaways, is that yeah. I thought it would be worth just going through one or two things, I guess, to, to sort of debunk certain things and say on some things that as far as anything can be, everything's open to interpretation. Mm. The sort of throwaway line. So I'm just thinking of, say, the, the, the big argument maybe between carnivores and vegans. Mm. Once you've you've taken the side, mm. if you're a carnivore, it, it's pretty hard to go, well, actually, they have got a point on a few things. And if you're a vegan, it's really hard to say anything yeah. other than they're destroying the whole world and methane yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Because some of the best people who are some of the carnivores that you follow, hardcore carnivores that you follow, mm. actually are quite good at going... No, here's a really good point over here. I'm not a vegan, but they've actually, you know, they, they, they're they quite humble, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. I mean, some, go, That's really some, interesting. some are just going to put it down. So this, this was the example I was going to give. So this particular guy today, someone, a vegan had posted something mm. and saying, look at the calories in this. And it was in an impossible meat burger. Right. And they were saying it's very low in calories mm-hmm. or low-ish. And then said, compare that to, and they compared it to, Yeah, they compared it to a very processed, very high fat, very cheap burger. So it wasn't comparing like with like because the carnivores would say, but I'm going for a 5% fat grass fed, you know, burger. So again, you you, you, you pick your arguments, don't you? But what this person did, and I've just got it here, he just... Mm. He just um, took the the post from the vegan person who'd yeah. been talking about um, impossible meat burgers, and he just he just enlarged it and put it on his post. Oh, right, right. But he took away that it was a vegan burger, and he just put water, soy protein concentrate, coconut oil, sunflower oil, natural flavors, and that's what the burger is. So water is the major component of the okay. burger. Yeah. Now that's why it was low in calories. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't make any comment. Yeah. But the underlying comment is, it is low in calories. And this is why. But it's made of water. It's got nothing in it. <laughs> a bit of soy, a fat, and another fat. And that was 96%. Wow. And then it's got loads of things put into it to make it um, modified starch. Make it edible? To make it edible and also to give it some nutritional value. <laughs> right. Because okay. water and a bit of fat per se didn't have it. So there's a lot of vitamins put in. So when you look at the final process... Mm. It does tick a lot of the boxes, but his his point was, but so does a burger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. it's that bit, it's that comparison about, you know, when you go into, I've noticed Marks and Spencers, when you go into their stores, they'll have basically healthy choices. Mm. And because it's vegan and vegetarian, it is seen under healthy choices. They mm. don't put healthy choices over the mints or the chicken. Yeah, that's a good it point. It isn't described that's a really in good that point, way. Yeah. And it's healthy for whom that's and on what. That's an interesting point. Yeah, I've never, never thought yeah. of it like that. So there is a bias that... Mm. that yeah. Because it is vegetarian or because it is vegan. And in some cases, it will be. Mm. But if it's highly processed. But on the flip side of that, you need to probably go and have a look at actually what's in there. Look at the labels. Yeah. yeah. You don't. You just take their, their labeling for granted. Yes. But yeah. if you're walking into a shop that has a massive sign saying healthy choices and you think I'm going to have something healthy. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, it might not be. But you need to read the label and find out mm. what it is. Somebody asked me last week what supplements I took. Mm. And... I said, whatever I take is individual to me. 
but I will tell you what the supplements are I take mm. and I'll tell you why I take them. Mm. I thought very, very quickly, I'm going to do this now. Not for anyone to go out and copy this, mm. but just to understand why I take supplements. Mm -hmm. The reason I'm saying this is that a couple of people recently have been going, there's no need for supplements. You can get all your stuff from food. You can do this and you can do that, which might be the case to them, yeah. but to me it isn't. Yeah. So I want to eat approximately 150 grams of protein a day. I cannot do that, or I find it difficult to do that with chicken and salmon. So I have two of these shakes, mm. which is 50 grams of protein a yeah. day, and I have a bar, which is another 25. So 75 grams of mine will be supplemented mm -hmm. because I find it difficult to sit down and eat yeah. high-protein foods. Mm -hmm. If you are vegetarian or if you are vegan, it will be harder to meet your protein targets. Mm. Now, that isn't knocking people are vegetarian and vegan. Yeah. It's a fact of life that no matter what people say, peas, which is one of the major forms of protein supplements, aren't as effective as whey protein. Yeah. Not knocking, just stating a fact. Yeah. So if you are on a vegan vegetarian diet, it is likely that you might need supplements more if you're trying to repair muscle. Yes. That's, that's the myth. It doesn't need any further explanation. Mm -hmm. It isn't a value judgment. It isn't me going one's better than the other. You will just have to work a bit harder. And someone not long ago said to me, well, actually, did you know that this particular pulse or whatever had 15 grams of protein per 100? And I said, if you look, that's when it's dry. When you add water to it, mm -hmm. it goes down and you have to eat an awful lot. Right, right, that. Right. So number one is if you need protein in your diet, Taking whey protein isn't a supplement per se. It's just taking it in a different form. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, I might have mentioned vitamin D. I take between four and 8,000 IUs, which is the measure, international units, a day. As we've already said before, you're dripping in it. Dripping in it. Mm -hmm. You know, as well as I did, that when I got yes, my results, I was middling. Yeah. And that's on 4,000. I've taken it up to eight now. I was on 4,000. The recommended daily dose by the UK government is 400. Yeah. So I'm taking 10, ten times the recommended daily dose. And you're and still, I'm yeah, you're still just not redlining, are you? No. <laughs> so that, that is interesting, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take magnesium. And again, there's no way that I am either allowed or would say to anybody, go and take magnesium. What I'm saying is I take it. I think it's very interesting to look at magnesium yeah. and to look at its different forms and how it can be used. I just think it's an interesting thing for people to go and read about. Yeah. So, for example, Epsom salts that mm. runners back oh, in the yeah. day used to go, that's a very, very diluted form. In my bath. Yeah, mm. and they have magnesium in them Ooh. because magnesium can be assimilated through your skin. I haven't even questioned what it is. Yeah. It's just what you do in it when you have a yeah. bath. <laughs> and that's it's the magnesium in that that has the same okay. effect. The cool. magnesium I take is obviously of a much higher strength. Mm. So, again, magnesium has... Why do you take that? Why do I take it? And partly because of my heart, mm -hmm. um, partly because of number of things that magnesium does in the body to help my sleeping yes i've been taking well that's the, the whole epsom salts thing is yeah, yeah, yeah. around sleep and yeah. i take collagen mm -hmm. you can take collagen either from beef or from fish shellfish i think and i use that for strengthening nails for helping skin and and hair oh and the other one which is the biggest one is uh creatine creatine monohydrate and back in the day when I first took this, it was literally under the counter. It was like, you know, do you want some crackles and creatine? You know, it was, that. It was banned in France at the time. It was always like really dodgy. And you had to take it in six week cycles and then stop it to allow it to leave your system. And, and it isn't. It's now been, again, 
I'm not going to be mm-hmm. able to say because mm-hmm. I'm not a nutritionist and I'm not a doctor. What I'm saying is have a look at the research. It's one of the most researched. If you look at examined or examine.com, they've brought together all the research on creatine. It's found to have um, assistance with cognitive behavior for children, especially around maths. Mm-hmm. So well, you take it. Look at those lovely big words you come out with. Yeah, I don't think that's math. That's more literacy, but... Are you talking about cognitive? Okay, now. Yeah. Makes makes people moody as well. Last compliment you ever (laughs) going to get. (laughs) Yeah. I would definitely read up about that. Mm -hmm. So, 100% health warning. These aren't recommendations. They're just letting people know what I have. Mm. And I think it would be useful, depending on your situation, to go and read about those things. couple of what i'm calling life hacks good i might go through these life hacks and you might go really thank you damo but i thought these might be useful it might be something we build on yeah because we're all about winning at life here aren't we yeah (laughs) are they what are they your ones that you use yes okay cool one one i've kind of invented all on my own okay i wanted to share with you but they're original thought they're car (laughs) yeah 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 find out they're not actually original but they're um they're car related Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is disp- on the subject of dispelling myths. Mm-hmm. The first one is just that. Now, there's I actually saw this on Top Gear years ago. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Clarkson, when he was doing a, a test of a, a vehicle, he wanted to see what range he, he basically drove a diesel Audi, I think, from London to Edinburgh and okay. back. See so how far he could go. Yeah, but at the very beginning of that, he set off really early on a cold morning mm-hmm. and said, "Oh, here's a tip for you: if you go to the petrol station when it's cold, and because um, fuel contracts in cold." Mm-hmm you can basically get more more fuel for your money. Okay. I believed that for years. <laughs> okay. And um, I thought, oh, that would be a good tip to put on this pod. Yeah. And I yeah. thought, I'll just check it. And um, it's, 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 a bit of a, it's a bit of a myth. Now, it is... What, go on, you're looking at me. No, 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 I'm not going to interrupt. I mean, the colder the liquid, the denser it is. And it is true that colder fuel has a higher density. In fact, a litre of cold petrol or diesel will weigh more than a litre of warm diesel or, or petrol. Since you are paying for fuel per volume, it does make sense that filling in the morning would bring you more fuel for the same price because there's simply more fuel in the same litre. Some people believe in this method so strongly that they wake up early in order to fill their tanks in the morning, but it's just a waste of time. Hmm. And would you like to know why it's a waste of time, Mark? (laughs) Because you are riveted, I can see. Because basically, when it's stored in the petrol station, it's kept in underground tanks, which are insulated. Yeah. So basically, it's kind of it's kept warm. But if it was all outside and it was kept cold, yeah. it would actually work. So it doesn't actually work at all. Mm. So there you go. So I've, don't worry too much about that. So okay. if you're going out in the morning, think, oh, I'm going to get some more petrol in my tank. Don't worry, but have another have another half an hour in bed. Yeah. In terms That's of hacks, hack, right? I'm saving someone a uh, half an hour of their life, and I what what? So your hack is basically. Well, some people have probably thought that's a hack. I'm on, I'm I'm I'm. Oh, for people that are. F- Filling their tanks. So what, like army captains and things? <laughs> yeah, I, I've actually done this for years, thinking I would I would go to a pet, you know. Got you. Or thought it's early, it's cold, I'll, I'll go and, or it's cold now, I'll go and fill up. So mm. it's an absolute hogwash. So then I'm just saving people a bit of time. Okay, right? yeah, no, that is, I think, yeah. Good. So my second one is always have wet wipes in the car. That mm-hmm. sounds like a very simple one, but it, it's so handy. Right. For spillages, you know, wiping the windscreen. Yeah. Uh, bird poo because it's always good to get bird poo off your car before yeah. it starts to kind of knacker in your paint mm-hmm. just a real versatile cheap thing easy to have in your glove compartment 
Like, very useful. You're looking at me like I'm an absolute fool. But I'm, I'm going to carry on. I'm just trying to guess what number three is. Can I have a this go? Is a, this is really uh, good number one. Number three. <laughs> Wear shoes when you walk on glass. <laughs> You're a dick. Yeah. Right, ready? <laughs> don't pour petrol in your hair. Now, you've, now you've just been silly now. Well, those this, two this one. have wet wipes. Yeah, that's good. Your... <laughs> you'll, thank, you'll thank me later. You'll thank me later. This third one better be gold. What features have you brought to the podcast, Mark, today? Mm. Strawberry yogurt on your bits. <laughs> yeah. So this is my one. I think this is a really good one. I have I have a couple of vehicles. One is diesel. One is petrol. Yeah. Some pe- I haven't yet, but some people will accidentally put the wrong fuel in the car. Mm-hmm. So I got I got into the habit of going. This is my diesel van. I am putting diesel in my diesel van. Yeah. So that's what I do. Just as I pick up the the pump. Yeah. And also my car. This is my unleaded petrol car, and I'm yeah. putting. It's also dead time, isn't it? So boring at the. So I did this little thing to myself, and that's the thing. I, that's my little saying I do to myself as I pick the pump up. I go, "This is my unleaded." <laughs> Looking at me like I'm a nut. So I'm, sh- I'm sharing my deepest and darkest, but this is really good. So just that li- tiny little bit of dead time, right? Where you're not really thinking about anything, which is normally the r- the reason when you put wrong fuel in the car. Just go. This is my petrol car, and I'm putting petrol in my petrol car. Real simple thing to do. But it just means you don't put the fuel. One of these days, it's going to save me. Look, I can go on the internet and just read all sorts of life hacks, which are absolutely shit. <laughs> Those right? have got to be kept in, seriously. What, what's wrong with them? <laughs> They're good. <laughs> I hope we get mailbag on it. I really do. Just saying, ignore Mark. He's been a dick. They're really good life hacks. Well done, Damo. Good for you. You stick to your guns, mate. <laughs> That's what I'm expecting. <laughs> There'll be a rush on wet wipes, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Get in now. Okay, thank you, Damo. You're welcome. That's it for this episode. Well done for getting this far and thanks for listening. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at I'm Finecast and send your feedback and ideas to imfinecast at gmail.com. And don't forget to give us a five-star review if on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend or two or three. In the next episode, a third time lucky on exiting lockdown. Yes. We have talked about it before. Mm-hmm. It's the third time we've done lockdown now and it'll be the third time we're coming out of said lockdown. Yeah. So what are we doing? What are we doing about it? What positive things are we going to put in place to lift the spirits, lift the mind? If you know something's going to happen, get your butt into action. Yeah, what are you going to do? And we'll come back with what we're going to do. Yeah. We've both got homework for this. Mm -hmm. I'll do it. See you in the next episode. Bye. Cheers.